This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs and the host of Vegas Rock Dog Radio. On today's show, I'm talking about pet suffocation and why so many pet parents are unaware of this danger. So stay right there. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sam. I am the queen of rock and roll dogs. This is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. It's a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. And it's a brand new year. Yay! In studio with me today. Well, that was just me doing yay. In studio, believe it or not, is Jim Jim Dorigo. Hello. I didn't know that I had to partake yay. of the yays with yep. you. I, I didn't want to wreck your excitement. <laughs> it's a brand new year. And even if it's just psychological, it's a good place to restart, isn't it, Jim? What kind of... You're having a psychological year already? Even though the it's a psychological thing, you go from one literally one day to the next, mm. there's a reset that happens in your mind. Well, it does in mind. What about you? In mind. It's not for no, me. No, no, I figured as much. I just think <laughs> after New Year's, it's the long grind until the weather gets better, even for us. Come on. I've mm. been outdoors today. I could have been wearing a bikini, no joke. Well, okay, that's you. Okay, that's me. Well, Jim's in studio, and we've also got Miss Thornton, Mr. Twix, and Galaxy looks out for us from the Rainbow Bridge got a great show um a very informative show lined up for you today very very informative and i think something's going going to be a little bit of an eye-opener for you before we get started welcome to the show if you're brand new brand new listeners brand new year what else could you want and for our regular listeners we're always glad that you're here every single week and uh, let me tell you how else you can connect with us on the internet and this is how you're going to do it. Our main website is VegasRockDogRadio.com. You just go over to the site, click Listen Live, and there you go. And you'll also find archive shows as well. You can also find us on Periscope, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, Instagram, all the great places. And we have a blog. And the blog is TheRockAndRollDog.com. We have an app. And you will go to yap.us, Y-A-P-P.us. It's free. Download the app and then download our show straight onto the app. And of course, if you missed a live show, you can go to iTunes, 
iHeartRadio, Spoke by SiriusXM, and any other platform that you listen to podcasts on, you'll find us. We're there. We're, we're on them all, but they're the main ones. They're, they're the main ones that most people listen to these days. And since we're talking about, you know, how, where to find the show, we're also on Amazon Alexa. And we're also on Sonos as well, which you and I should get. Uh, uh, we should get an Alexa, Jim. Why? The amount of things explain, that you can explain do. Explain to the people the prime reason why. The amount of things that you can do is phenomenal. So my friend Stephanie, she was telling me she she does all the to-do lists on there. She can tell her TV to turn on. She can turn her lights on. She can obviously play music anywhere just by requesting music. You can say, you know, find me this, find me this article on blah, 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 blah. She just said she finds new things every single day. She can say, oh, t- you know, Alexa, I want to listen to some ocean you know, the ocean waves to help me go to sleep. Boom, there it is. You can do your alarms. I think, I'm thinking we need one. The only downside is, the only downside is it records all of your conversations, everything that you say I in don't, your house. I think, that, I think that's a spying device. <laughs> oh. I'm going to have to uh, uh, protest. Because my friend... I don't want to be around a device that spies and goes into the cloud and my life becomes uh, a matter of record. <laughs> well, to be honest... Not it, my private life, anyhow. From what I can gather... No. Uh, there's a murder case and the conversation of this murder that happened. They subpoenaed the yes. data. No, yeah. I don't think we're getting one of those. <laughs> there's not going to be any murder here, but we're not going to. No. Oh, I'm, re- I'm happy about that. I got to put a foot down. My house has to be like a, <laughs> we have to be free of this somewhere. But, but I, need, I, need some, I need some assistance. <laughs> yeah, you need, to, you need help finding the doofa in the house and it's turning the, on your channel. It's the only assistant I'm going to get. You want get. it for TV assistance. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. You're saying that you don't even know how to how to how to turn Apple TV on. I know you how to turn assistance. Apple TV on. You don't know how to block unblock the receptor <laughs> with decorations around the Apple TV unit. <laughs> Look, it's bound to happen. It's Christmas, especially. There's decorations no. around. Well, I might get one. The foot is down. I'm thinking of. I'm wanting one. What do you mean? You're not the boss of me. What are you on about? <laughs> The foot is down. Can you imagine? I can say, you know, because, you know, I research so many things and I read so much stuff every single week about animals and, and medical treatments and breakthroughs and diets and nutrition. And, oh, do you know how much? Oh, that would save me so much time. It would save me so much time. There's got to be a way around that, you know. Because my, my friend Sam Smashington, you know what Sam Smashington told me? She said, she went to check her, uh, she went to check her Alexa for me. She said, she says, God is my witness. She says, if Alexa didn't record a conversation, me and me and Dennis had in bed. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And I feel bad for Dennis because of that. <laughs> I don't think he was plotting to murder her, Jim. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, I'm anti-Alexa. Well, you shouldn't be because my show is on Alexa. So Yeah, but Alexa isn't watching me in my house in my underwear either. <laughs> She'll cover her eyes up. Mm, I'm telling you yeah. now, if she sees that, she'll definitely cover her eyes up. Mm. Oh, gosh. Well, like I said, it's a brand new year, everyone. And uh, lots of new guests, great guests, high-quality guests, as we like to say. And it's the year of the dog. I mean, really? I mean, it's all just coming together all nicely, isn't it, Jim? And this show this week is dedicated to a dog named Blue. 
And you're about to find out why. Now, Bonnie Harlan is my guest today. She's the founder of Prevent Pet Suffocation, which is dedicated to spreading public awareness on the suffocation dangers that pets face. And uh, the organization has grown to an international following, which is great news of over 13,000 supporters. And I hope that after this show, that those numbers increase further. So let's bring Bonnie on the line. Hello, Bonnie. Hi, Sam. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me on. I'm thrilled that you're here. It's six months since we spoke because <laughs> that was super zoo. <laughs> and I, you know, when I tell people I'm bringing them on the show, I eventually get them on the show. And I'm really glad that you're here today because, you know, what your organization does is saving lives, basically. You are saving lives through uh, prevent pet suffocation. But before we get started, I want to ask how your dog Jag is. How's Jag doing? Jag is wonderful. He's a five-year-old English Springer Spaniel, and I'm totally obsessed with him. <laughs> so he's amazing and fun, and and you've got fits right in. You've got you've got grand dogs as well, haven't you? I know, I do. I have a, <laughs> a golden doodle named Tucker too. So it's um. It's quite a menagerie over here sometimes. Well, I, I love that, and I love the fact that you call them your grand dogs. Because, well, you know, I've got to the point now where I don't even say pet sitter. I, just, I call them the babysitter. <laughs> are, you, are you looking for a good babysitter? I've got one for you. <laughs> I, I just don't. Exactly. I, I don't think that way anymore because there are kids, aren't they? And there are grandkids as well. So, um, as I mentioned, we're, we're dedicating the show to your dog, Blue. And I want you to to basically tell your story of how you led up to uh, this organization that you you've got so much international support from and um it's uh, it, i feel like it's something that's people are very 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 unaware of very unaware of i mentioned it to someone this week and the look on their face they, they were just mortified and uh, so t- so tell us about blue what kind of a dog was blue okay so blue was actually a rescue dog and my oldest son um chase he brought him home from college when he graduated. And so, of course, I was initially not ready for another dog in my house because they stayed with us for a while. And before I knew it, I totally took Blue over. He just (laughs) won me over. Somebody described him as like a a man in a dog suit, and that's really how he was. He was just this fabulous, even-tempered, you know, rescue dog, part Staffordshire Terrier. So anyway, Blue ended up staying with me um, full time and we had our little routine. Um, So what happened was on December 15th, 2011, so it was Christmas and a lot of things to be done. I went out to do some errands. I wasn't gone very long and Blue was always fine in the house. Um, When I came back home, you kind of come in from my garage into my kitchen and I noticed that Blue wasn't there to greet me at the door, which was, you know, very unusual. So I looked around and I saw kind of a paper bag of trash tumped over in the kitchen. And I thought, oh, well, he must be hiding because he got into something and he knows he shouldn't have. So then I walked around the house and I noticed some like Christmas decorations were knocked over. And it was just kind of odd. So 
I started going through my house, calling his name and looking for him. And I literally could not find him anywhere. Hmm. I looked under the beds. I looked in every bedroom. I went upstairs. I called my son. Did you come get the dog? No, he didn't. So I went back upstairs, circled around, and I found him in the corner of my game room under a table. Hmm. And from afar, I could see that he had a Cheetos chip bag over his head. And just in that instant, I knew, oh, wow, he he suffocated in a chip bag. But before wow. then, I had no idea that that was even possible. So I, I ran to him. He was still warm. I pulled the bag off, called my vet immediately, crying, yeah. uh, screaming. He told me how to do CPR. I started CPR on Blue, but, you know, it just was too late. And um, it was really a horrifying discovery to yeah. find him like that. It was just devastating. Um, my I, vet actually rushed right over, which is kind of unheard of in Houston. Wow, that's amazing and he came over there. Yeah, he, he came over. So by the time he got there, my husband had arrived home. Of course, I was crying. My oh. husband was crying. And the vet said to me, I could have warned you about a hundred things, but a chip bag would never have been one of them. Uh, I, he I, said, I've, I've never heard of it, you know. I, I think that's, with, with the amount of people I've spoken to about it, that's exactly been their, their, their um, you know. Response. Yeah, they just can't believe it. Um, I'm horrified listening to, to your story, and it's, incredibly sad and incredibly tragic um, and no one wants to lose their pet at all and certainly not in that manner and not knowing it's a thing it's not something you could look out for could you you, you just it just doesn't cross your mind yeah we hear about pets getting in trash all the time but we never really I mean I think the dangers most people say don't let them get in, in the trash and eat stuff because it's terrible you know it'll upset their stomachs but no one talks about suffocating do they no, and because I had never heard of it, I was, I was just in shock, and I was so mad that yeah. this had happened, you know. So um, I just kind of decided right then I was going to do something about it. I didn't know what. It took me a couple of weeks to to figure out what I wanted to do. So you channeled. I, I'm sure it was it was like you say, anger and and pain, and not not wanting other people to have to go through that. That spurred you in the right direction, didn't it? Yes, it did. It was just kind of a, a catalyst to um, to start this. And so that's how Prevent Pet Suffocation started. So in January was when I began the Facebook page. And then everything kind of evolved from there. Um, so, you know, you, the, so are you close to like six years now then? Seven years? Right. It was just six years in December. Right. Wow. It's uh, As I say, I mentioned it to a friend this week and... I, the look on her face was, are you kidding me? I've never thought of this. <gasps> you know, and right. it's something that everybody has in their homes. This is this is danger in everybody's homes. If you eat snacks, you have a danger in your home. If, you, if you're not vigilant with that kind of stuff. And so it, it's, yeah, gosh, I can't even imagine. But yeah, you've got a, is your com community growing constantly? It is. It's, it's amazing how well it, you know, it took off. And thanks to all the supporters, yeah. the awareness aspect of this campaign is has gone international. Um, the way people find me typically is when they come home, 
mm. they find their dog yeah. suffocated to death. Yeah. So they'll typically Google it and then they'll find me. Mm. And I probably hear from three to four people a week, Ugh. you know, that this has happened to. Everybody has the same refrain. I've never heard of this. this. I never knew this was a problem. If only I had known. If only I had known. Oh, and I, I can only imagine, I can only imagine how that haunts you. Even though you didn't know, just, oh my gosh, but if I'd only known, it's such a simple thing to, you know, to, because you can prevent it. That's the whole point of this is, right. I, I think that's the positive side of your organization, even though I, I, I know that anytime one of your posts pop up and I do see them and I see a picture of an animal, I go, mm, I know what happened there. No one has to tell right. me what happened. But there's a such a positive side to this, which is preventing suffocation and pre preventing these these uh, the accidental deaths is what they are. They truly are accidental deaths, aren't they? One, yes, what, they're they're accidental and they're senseless, and they don't have to happen. They don't have to happen. Absolutely, they don't. So, what is the? Um, I don't want to get graphic by no means, of course, but of course, snack bags are appealing. Any kind of food packaging is appealing because it's tasty and it smells good. So that's the that's the attraction in the first place. And and so what actually happens once the pet gets their, their head inside these snack bags? Well, so once the dog kind of gets his nose in, in a bag, you know, um, the bag starts to create a vacuum-like seal around his neck. Mm. Well, as he tries to breathe the bag starts to tighten around his neck, cu cutting off the oxygen. Mm. Um, so, of course, a dog isn't logical. and No. He's not thinking. He's just reacting. So they typically will continue to try to eat, but they realize they can't breathe. Ugh. So when you visualize a chip bag over a dog's head and he can't breathe, well, he also can't see. That, that's right. But, the, but they become very anxious. And so a lot of them will run around, which is what Blue did. That's why everything was knocked over in my house. He actually went from my kitchen upstairs oh. all the way around oh, the game room. So he, he struggled with this for a while. Mm. So they'll start to panic and typically run around. And then eventually they start, you know, passing out from asphyxiation and the other horrible thing is they typically lose their bowels as oh well, which is gosh. exactly what happened to Blue. Oh, my gosh. Um, so it's really a horrific death. It is, yeah. Poor pets. Um, and it happens in less than five minutes. Oh, my I mean, gosh. Is that quick? You just turn your head and it can happen. Oh. You don't have to be gone. You can be home. We've yeah. had a lot of owners that have been home they're in another room they're in the shower they're on the front porch oh i was reading know. i was reading it was a while back but i was reading about one lady who had been laid on the couch eating chips fell asleep and woke up and right. her dog was mm -hmm. pa had passed away next to her um but it is it's hor horrifying and and you just feel so bad for what your what your pets go through you know if that does happen to them so now we know what happens and 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 it can only happen in a matter of minutes, which makes it for me even more of a danger. It's not like that, you know. There's no, there's no time frame, is there? You know, it's just like that. This is very quick. Um, what can we do, though? What can we do to prevent these kind of uh, situations occurring? And uh, is it other packaging aside from you know snack bags that we should yes. be focusing on? Right there. I would say chip bags are the biggest culprit of pet suffocation. I think part of it is because they're so popular. Yeah. And they're, you know, 
a lot of people will have six or seven varieties just in their house, you know, in their pantry. Yeah. Um, but also any type of snack bag, you know, you can have um, goldfish bags and popcorn bags mm. and, you know, all those kinds of things. Then there are the um, actual pet food bags. Um, oh, wow. And cereal bags and shredded cheese bags. And then you have the Ziploc bags. Oh, um, my gosh. But the main problem with the... Um, with most of these is there is the material they're made of, which is that, that strong mylar like material. And that a lot of uh, food companies use that because it helps keeps their snacks and their food fresher. But if you look around at a lot of the cereal bags now and all the pet food snack bags and things like that, they all have that shiny yeah. silver material. Well, that's that mylar material. And that is actually... I think what has increased, you know, over the years, the pet suffocation deaths. Oh, gosh. That's a lot. That's a lot to consider, isn't it? Right. So it's basically you have to look at everything as a potential enemy of your pet and think ahead. Like, is this an issue? Is this a potential issue? And the answer is most likely yes. And Is this something that I'm assuming this is probably something you have to be careful of with kids, too? You know, toddlers, wouldn't you say? Well, I would imagine that it could definitely happen to a toddler. Yeah. If they put any of that kind of bag over their head, sure. And the bags are huge. Right, some some are huge. And that's why we lose so many different size dogs. Um, Anywhere from a Chihuahua to a Great Dane has this can happen to it doesn't even matter how big they are oh, he's, oh gosh now i'm just i'm one of those i'm actually paranoid about everything anyway with my pets so and i know some people think oh that's a little extreme sam but you know what for me i don't care i've never taken a chance with anything right. um what do you suggest people do you know you're gonna eat snacks what can they do to prevent that from happening Right. Of course, we all love the snacks and there are just ways to, you know, dog proof your home to prevent pet suffocation. And so some of those steps would be keeping your chip bags, your snacks, your um, pet food safely stored away from your pet. Yeah. Okay. So locked up in a pantry, et cetera, um, behind a counter. And actually, a good idea is to store all those items in resealable plastic containers. Yeah. That yeah. you know, that way you don't have the bags in your home. Yeah. That's that to me that's just it's worth the effort. Containers right. not expensive to buy anymore and you label them up and you know what you've got and yeah, get rid of those bags. Uh, if you do if you do continue to use bags, what else do you suggest that people do? Well, the main thing is whether you put them in containers or go ahead and store them high up on a shelf in your pantry, the key is you have to tear or cut these bags up. Yeah. Okay. When you're when you're done with them. And you know, people debate, well, should you cut it this way or that way? I don't care how you cut it as yeah. long as you cut, Just cut it up. Hack that thing okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hack it up into pieces and be done with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every type of bag. I mean, even if it's just a Ziploc bag, you stored some bologna in, 
you know, cut it up because that smell is going to attract your pet. It is. You know, one of the things that I have at home, neither of my, uh, neither Galaxy or or Thornton ever went in trash. They never tried to go in a trash can. And then we saved Mr. Twix and he was wild living in the desert. So he ate anything and anything and survived the best way he could. And he's very resourceful. He's a very smart dog. And uh, he's got one heck of a nose on him, this dog. And he dragged over a trash can one day. And I was just like, what? <laughs> We've never had this. <laughs> and immediately I said, come on, Jim. We've got to download this. Let's get a locking trash can. That's the first thing we need to do because we cannot have this again with him. And uh, we, as I said, we never experienced that with any dogs. But he's he's a he's a boy. He's a boy dog for sure. And uh, we ran off to Lowe's and we found ourselves a locking trash can that works. Right. Even that, if he even if he attempts to knock it over, there's no way mm-hmm. you can get in that thing. But oh, I think all I think all trash cans should be locking anyway. <laughs> you know, it's just to just to take that extra level. And, and still cut up bags and... Um, uh, right, that's what, absolutely. So cut your chip bags up, get your locking trash can, put it behind a cabinet, mm-hmm. keep your kitchen pantry door closed yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's a bad habit people can get into. Yeah, especially when um, they're cooking because they, you know, they're in and out, so they'll just leave the door open to the pantry. And yeah, and that's that, it happens quickly. You know, they love something tasty and they're in there, you know. Right, and start serving your chips and your snacks in glass bowls or containers instead of just eating them out of the bags. That's what we do. That's what we do because, yeah. I mean, we, there's human error in anything we can do. And so if you just you think, oh, it's just that one time I'll just have some chips and oh, I'll fall asleep, next thing you know, it's just never worth it. You know, you're a human being at the end of the day. You're not a robot and we do make mistakes. So, yeah, if you use a bowl, there's there's no, you've got no problems to, you know, to worry about right. on that level, have you, you know? And also, you know, the same goes for your car because a lot of people will eat these, you know, snacks in their car oh. and they'll leave their pet in the car and they'll run into the store for a minute yeah. and they'll come back and their dog's gone. Never thought about that. You see, now, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mine's a mess. I don't have yeah. snack bags, but it is a mess. I will say that much. Oh, that's an understatement, by the way. But there's no <laughs> snack bags in there. That's it. <laughs> it, it is a mess. My, my vehicle is used for a lot of donations. Actually, straight after the show, I'm going to pick up donations. Nations Animal Rescue, so that's why there's always a million things in the back of my vehicle, but no, no snack bags. But oh gosh, when you think about that, but there, like you said, there's some levels you can use. You know, there's levels of security. You know, which is you know closing your pantry door, uh, locking a locking trash can, a trash can that's in you know in a in a uh, behind a door, uh, nothing on the countertops. Replace the bags with with containers. There's just a lot you can do, isn't there, to just prevent that because it's not it's not worth not doing it. Because if it only takes five minutes for a pet to pass away from that, it's certainly worth, you know, just proofing the house as much as you possibly can. Right. And the other aspect of that, um, you know, proofing your house is telling your friends and your family and your pet sitters and your babysitters, all the people that come in and out of your house about pet suffocation because you can do it yourself but if you have you know teenage kids and they have their Mm. friends over and no one's paying attention you know that happens too we had a you know a a dog died because the kids were out on the trampoline and they left the chip bag on the trampoline and they went back in the house not thinking anything of it but the dog was out in the yard on the trampoline oh so you have to educate 
everyone around you that interacts with your pets. Everyone. Right. Goodness and gracious. In fact, the, um, the last dog I posted this week, you know, this was certainly not, you know, placing blame on anybody, but the owner left the house and she asked the pet sitter to please lock the pets up, the dog up. And, you know, for some reason she forgot or she didn't do it. Mm. And then the dog got into a chip bag. Oh, gosh. So maybe if the pet sitter had known too yeah. Yeah. and the owner had known, that chip bag would have been put up. Yeah. And never you know, would have happened. Was would that, have lost that puppy. Was that the corgi? Uh, yes. Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Oh, it yeah. makes me so sad. And, uh, you know, especially around the season that we've just had, lots of celebrating, lots of eating, lots of parties, right. lots of snacking. And uh, uh, do you find that it increases at this time of year? Well, yeah, and it does. So anytime you have big holiday gatherings or big family reunions or parties and people aren't paying attention to what's going on, you know, the dogs are roaming everywhere and the, the snack foods are abundant. Yes, they and are. So we like to kind of push that around the holidays and also the biggest day of all, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I was just thinking that. With Yeah, that is like, it's like chip and snack heaven, isn't it, mm-hmm. for a lot of people? And, right. So it's real important to be, you know, extra vigilant during those times um, and just, you know, just pay attention. But education is the key. Oh, my gosh, and, it is. You know, I- spreading awareness is our know best defense against pet suffocation i i i think this this is such a worthy organization that you've put together it's it's it saves lives and there's nothing better than saving lives and and preventing heart heart heartache and you know losing a family member because that's what they are um you know what let's take a quick break bonnie because i've got a lot more questions for you about you know, what else can we do to be prepared and, you know, what's coming next and, you know, all this good stuff that you've got ahead of you because I just see you being the the leading organization <laughs> for this. I honestly do because when I say, when I believe in something and I go, this is something everybody needs to know, then, I, you know, I tell everybody and uh, we want to be able to get more and more support for you so that we can prevent Uh, that's awesome passing away so hang on there for a minute and uh, on the other side we'll come back with those questions you're listening to vegas rock dog radio with me sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs we'll be right back vegas rock dog radio pets people pop culture molly here's your dinner (coughs) zeus that's not your food Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. You think that you're rescuing them, but honestly, they're going to end up rescuing you. You don't know what they've gone through, and they're not going to be perfect. And they are so happy that you are taking a chance on them to be a part of your family. 
I urge you to go down to your local shelters, pounds, dog rescues, foundations, you name it, and rescue a dog. Once you get your rescue dog, you should definitely order some Dinovite. Go online and order it. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. <laughs> Dinovite. It's awesome stuff. 90 days of Dinovite will make your dog a happy dog. It will help them with their overall health. You don't need to spend thousands on vet bills. Dinovite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Call 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Hi everyone, we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host. I am the queen of rock and roll dogs. And this is our first year, first year, first show of the year with our guest, Bonnie Harlan of Prevent Pet Suffocation. And uh, just before the break, we were talking about how she started the organization um, because her own dog blew passed away from from suffocating in a chip bag and how her anger and her passion for other pets not to pass away spurned her on to actually start this organization and it's gathering a lot of attention and it does save lives and we've talked about how you know solutions to prevent these suffocations uh, great solutions layers of security as I like to call them apply them all just don't pick one just go full on be full on paranoid like I am <laughs> it's worth it it really is and it gives you peace of mind as well but now we want to talk about a little bit more about so if you find yourself in a situation you are lucky enough to get home and get that bag off a pet's head what can you do what, what can what can people be prepared with Bonnie well the the main thing if you obviously if you see your dog in distress um, would be take that bag off immediately and start CPR. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I didn't know pet CPR. So I'm always recommending everybody, you know, everybody learn it because yeah. there's uh, lots of little videos on um, YouTube and so forth. So it's pretty quick to quick to know. So you want to get that bag off, check for a pulse, start CPR and get your dog to the ER, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as possible. Um, it's a skill set everybody should have, shouldn't they? Really, CPR because you just yes for, for for people and pets. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, you just need to have that skill because it's uh, it's saving time. It saves time while you know you can get on the phone with your vet or like get to the vet or it's it's just a skill everybody should absolutely have. Fairly, you know, I found here in town it's fairly cheap to get CPR certified for pets, and sometimes it's free. Uh, when I see those kind of classes, I always share them with the community because it's uh, it's a good skill to have, and um, it does. It's uh, when you're when you're you're up against the clock, it that can make the difference, can't it? So, so oh, yeah, so second, s- seconds count here. Yes. Sure. So that's CPR, 
everyone and i'll put some links up uh where you can get uh your cpr done locally but i'll also put up and i'll t- I've took i'll take it straight off your website but you i know you have a cpr video on there i'll make sure that link goes up as well uh, and become familiar with that uh, so that's uh, that's one thing you can definitely be prepared with isn't it is there anything else you can think of if you found yourself in that situation with your pet well obviously it's just times of the essence yeah. so um even if your dog looks like you know, you caught him in time. I would still take him to the vet yeah. and checked out. Um, a lot of a lot of dogs have definitely been revived, um, and sometimes they worry about you know how much oxygen yeah. did the did the dog lose and will there be an issue. But we've had definite success stories. Oh, that's and good. And so. You know, not all is lost, especially if you, you know, catch them, catch them in time. You know, I think that's really good advice because so many times, not not in your, just your situation when you come across these suffocations, but in many medical emergency situations, a lot of people will say, well, my dog, my dog just ate blah, blah, blah. And you know, it's poisonous. And they go, but they look okay. <laughs> no, go straight to the vet. Do not right. waste any time. And I think that, you know, you can't just go, well, I think they look all right get them there and i think also being prepared with the emergency number because a yeah, lot the of pet poison hotline yeah for sure. a lot of people mm-hmm. forget that you know their normal veterinarian closes at normal business hours generally and often they don't have a second location they can go to for an emergency do you know how many people reach out to me bonnie i can't even tell you it's late at night their vet has closed oh my gosh this is happening to my dog oh and i said this is where you need to go because they don't have that information and i think that's something that again another kind of uh, you know another piece of information you should have at hand not just your own vet but an emergency situation you know where you can go to a facility it's scary though and i, and I know some people go well it's after hours i know it's going to cost money i'm like you know what trust me you want them alive so just go figure it out you'll figure it out right you will figure it out you always <laughs> exactly do. and it, you know the alternative is you know you will wish that you you'd spent the money you know if you didn't do it in the first place but yeah definitely having your vet your emergency service your cpr skills um up to scratch and I would say probably a friend that you could call, you know, that would come and assist you because sometimes you're at home by yourself, aren't you? And it's it can be quite a lot to deal with by yourself on the phone trying to CPR, trying to get to a vet. So uh, definitely have those as your key your key people. Yeah, I would not have been able to pick up Blue. He was 50 pounds and I, I would have had a hard time yeah. trying to get him in my car. What a great vet you had, though, that came over. That's yeah, that that's was a great, awesome. That's I, a great vet. I mean, that is, wow. And and for him to say, this is not one of the things I could have warned you about. And that's a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. That's a veterinarian. Right. Is, uh, wow. But uh, but I know your organization is just going to go from strength to strength, I mean, without a doubt. <laughs> oh, we'll be singing it from the rooftops. Trust me on this one. Um, and you were saying, you know, on average, you see about three to four dogs a week. And we want to make that zero, don't we? We just want to. We, we, just, we do. We just need to eliminate that, so everybody's so fully aware of it. You know, I think this will be a big, big year for you because it's, isn't it funny with an organisation after after so like a certain period of time, all of a sudden it's like, oh, people start to know about this. It's, it's a little bit like nutrition last year. A year ago, I just said to Jim, "Here's my prediction right now: people are going to really start to understand dog food." 
and it, it just all of a sudden becomes on, comes on their radar and there's an awareness that happens and I think that's what's going to happen for you this year. I think it's going to really, really blow up and, and in a good way. Um, I do have a question for you though and I sure. was so happy to see this, that you um, have a campaign to get chip bags labeled with this uh, this warning on them and it's Frito-Lay, is that correct? Right. Right. How's that um, going? Well, I started, you know, this actually this petition is probably four, four years old. Yeah. Um, and it's, I keep it ongoing because the problem is ongoing. Yes. Yes. I think that's a great thing. It, it, you can't not, you can't stop it, can you? You've got to keep it going. Right. Because, you know, like I said, every time, you know, a dog dies and I hear about it. Um, so then more people sign the petition. So the, um, Frito-Lay, you know, they're obviously the, you know, manufacturer of the Cheetos bag. And so I wanted to request that they put, you know, warning labels on their chip bags because, you know, they're the biggest distributor mm-hmm. of of them. So we did the petition and it's, um, I think I must have, I don't know, 10,000 or more si- signatures. I would like to get more. Yeah. Um, Oh, we're we're going to share and, share it, and we'll ask people to sign that because they'll see that as value, absolute value. And at the end of the day, it's just some text, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure right. it's, I'm sure it doesn't cost much more to put some text on there. Yeah, I've I've spoken to them a few times, and um, you know they're aware of the issue, but um, they say it's a packaging uh, problem, and. I don't, you know, I'm not sure it's going going to happen. I have a person over there I talk to, but for now, um, you know, nothing's changed. But, you know, so I, I, w- I think just having the campaign itself is, uh, here's the thing, if I was free to lays, if I found out that some packaging of my product contributed to the deaths of pets, oh, I'd be making a change on that. Right. So I think just having the campaign, like you say, is a value in and itself. And... You know, the, the 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 longer it's out, the, the probably a little bit more pressure goes on Frito Lay to eventually come on. Just put some text on there. It's uh, and who cares about you know? It's a it's a you know it's an issue with with packaging. It's like well, this is an issue with dog lives and cats lives, and you know, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just well, you can't, it's not much of an answer, is it really? <laughs> no, and I you know I personally believe that a manufacturer of a product or packaging. You know that n- they know that their product yeah. or packaging is hazardous yeah. to pets or people. They do. Then they have a cor- corporate responsibility to warn their consumers. Yes, that's right. Because I mean, look how many how many times you pa- you buy something in that clear plastic, and it'll say uh, will cause suffocation. You know, to children. I mean, you see it. So right. Yeah, it's time for them to get on board, isn't it? I mean, here's the well, thing. And what I want with them, what I would love for Frito Lay to do, is just collaborate with me. Let's work together yes, to spread yes. awareness. Yes, not not a know? hey, we hate your packaging. Right. You're right. You know, let's let's team up together. This can be a positive thing, where this massive company, you know, you've brought this this awareness and this problem to them, and this massive company can make a difference in saving lives. I mean, right. I just think so, it would be a perfect know, marriage. Yeah, partner with us. Let's collaborate and help your consumers who own pets but buy your products. Yes. And so that's kind of what I, 
what my goal is. Yeah. Um, oh, just I, to work and I, together. I know you'll get there. I know it. <laughs> it's only a well, matter. Well, it's a it's a long process. Yeah. I mean, as you know. I mean, I I think and, with anything in animal kind of welfare, I was saying today, I was I got a friend of, over in India right now, and. You know, there's a picture of her with an elephant and she's at a real sanctuary, which is, you know, there aren't many real ones out there. And um, I, we were talking about, uh, where was I going with this with the elephant thing? Hang on. I was, <laughs> I've lost my trail of thought now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's what it, it was. happens to me all the time. That, oh, I was, oh, so I was saying to her, she goes, you know, I just don't think enough people are aware of it. I said, well, it is a bit of a slow grind, uh, but eventually we'll get there. I said, it's never fast enough for any of us that love animals. It will never, you know, this kind of progress doesn't happen fast enough. But as long as it's, something's happening, I think that's a good thing too. Well, I have a question about that. And, and uh, my question is, uh, you know, are you, you're in direct contact with a manufacturer right now, but is is have you looked into you know lobbying efforts and legislative efforts and oh, things like that's good you question, know what Jan. what the consumer protection in the, uh, environment did for you know cigarette packaging and alcohol packaging and marketing and those ah, kinds of things. Good question, Jim. Right. Well, of course, I have lots of goals. Yeah, um, and I've been one person. Yeah, and I just actually um, prevent pet suffocation. Just. Um, became a nonprofit oh, in yay. 2017. That's, that's great. And I'm going to start my um, fundraising efforts in 2018. Yeah. So what I'm hoping to do is then be able to have the funds and the money to do extra things. Yeah. Like Jen just said. Okay. You know, reach out. There's so many places, and I have a lot of people that want to help and want to volunteer. You know, we also need some you know, funds to do that. So yes, you do. that's kind of where I'm headed in 2018. Oh, yeah. And oh, I think that'll make such an impact. I mean, once you can start taking in those donations, uh, it'll make such a difference. And, you know, one thing I want to offer to you as well, Bonnie, is, as you know, I do a lot of events, a lot of pet events and host them. And anytime, if you've got any kind of flyers or anything you want to send out to me, I'll put it in the swipe bags. We'll put it on our table. We'll make sure people get those in their hands. So I want to make sure I extend that to you as well because, or, or um, do you have a, I was looking at some of your PSA stuff as well. Do you have something that's going to be, are they like flyer size or are they smaller than flyer size? No, so, so I do. So if you go on my website, preventpetsuffocation.com, and you go to the infographics link, there are several on there that you can click on, enlarge, and print off. And that they're varying and sizes as well. Part, yes. Oh, great. Yes, yes they are. Yeah. And, you know, people are always contacting me because they're at a, you know, a pet show. Yeah. They're going to work at the SBCA or they want to, you know, they're in a rescue group. And so I tell them, you know, go, you know, print those off. Yeah, and definitely put them in the gift bags. Yeah, and I mean, help we, get the word out. I mean, we deal with just pet people all all week, every week, in uh, day in day out. I, I mean, it, we, we're we're communicating with so many people, and um, you know, right after after here, I'm gonna say I'm picking up donations from a friend's pet store. But I can guarantee you something when I tell her about this, she has no idea about this. But she's the kind of person that would print those off and put them in her store. And so right. I'll talk to her about that when I go in. But um, but yeah, we touch a lot of people. We, uh, 
yeah and we'll just make sure that we get this out at every opportunity but i definitely you know i know from you know the minute you become an official charity it makes it makes life a little bit easier with those donations and like you say right. it can take you to onto the next step into the next step and uh i i see that i see that being you know a good a really good thing for all the other things that you've got planned um I also, I know that you do some public speaking, you do TV, uh, you've written some articles. uh, So you're really, you're out there. (laughs) You are (laughs) everywhere you can be. (laughs) I know. I'm, yes, I'm very busy with it and I could be even busier. I mean, I, I, there are not enough hours in the day (laughs) to actually do all that I want to do. And so, you know, I rely on all my, you know, followers to kind of help get out there and, and do that, and they do a great job by, you know, um, sharing the post and um, writing about it and putting it on their Facebook and all kinds of things. So I mean, usually, so it's it's been a community effort. Usually, what I do aside, aside from on my business pages, but on my actual personal page, you know, if I actually say on my page to people, if there's one thing that you should share with your friends, it's this. And I've done that with quite a few different things that I feel very, very passionately passionately about. And they do. And so that's what I'll be doing tonight. I'll see if there's oh, one thing you should be doing. This is, this is it. Because oh, I, <laughs> the thought of losing a pet, I just couldn't even. And, you know, I, I can't imagine how that impacted you and probably for such a long time. How, how do you feel now about now that you started that organization? How does, how does that impacted you personally, having such a great loss, but then putting this organization together? Well, you know, it's been a labor of love, and it's remained a really strong passion for me. I have not lost any interest in it. In fact, it's it's grown, mm. and I've gotten a lot of you know personal pleasure from just watching this take hold. And I get so much positive feedback from from everybody that says, "Wow, thank you! I had no idea." and you know, I wouldn't have known and saved my dog. But the other piece of it is the Facebook page has really turned into also kind of a support group for everybody that's grieving over their, their pet. Yeah. And so when I share their story, they they get a lot of, you know, I don't know, hundreds of comments from people that a, they understand or they it's happened to them too. And so they say it's it just helps them so much and i just really feel you know good about that that i was a part of of their healing so here's the great thing i think you know um the love that you had for you had for blue and blue is helping you know through you to actually save other animals and uh oh i got a little i got a little dog fight going on in my studio right now i don't know if you can hear that <laughs> What's going on with my dogs? They usually are super quiet. Not that I care anyway, because yeah. it is a pet show. But yeah, they've just decided to have like, you know, like like a WWF situation going on right now. <laughs> They're crazy. Uh, I, I, think, I think that's like, as you say, you know, it, you've built this community now that's a support for many, many people. And that definitely has to feel good. It's as simple as that. You know, so you, you, you're doing a lot for people. You're doing a lot for people and a lot for pets as well. How do you, how do you personally cope when these sad stories come across? Because that's a well, lot you know, th- to deal with, isn't it? Yeah. Every day when you see these stories. Right. They're, 
they're horrible stories and they always affect me, you know, but I, I mean, I, I always feel sad Yeah. every time I read one. It's like devastating to hear about another loss. Um, so I just put my energy into, you know, post posting it and letting it take a life, a life of its own. Yeah. Um, because you have to have some coping skills, don't you? You can't just be—you can't just be a wreck every day. It's—it's—it's—that's—that's that's a lot to place right, on your shoulders. I know, because these faces, you know, well, they send the picture of oh, this beautiful little dog. I know. Oh, I see them, you know, and I go, it's sad. I know that's a sad story that just popped up on your page. You know, I—I just—I just think. Well, it, also, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just also going to mention, I don't want to leave out, you know, cats. Um, yes. This primarily does happen to just dogs, but we have lost a few cats along the way. Um, not so much in chip bags or snack bags, but more like a, a plastic bag or a container hmm. or, you know, they'll get into a small space. Um, a yogurt. I mean, we have oh. one in a yogurt can't so they whatever they can put their head into oh. so i did want to bring up yes you know, cats are also you know susceptible to the suffocation and just to be aware um, yeah of that as well because you know they can obviously jump up into lots oh, of high spaces. gosh yes they're they, they can access so much more than a dog can that's a very very good point to bring up that it's not solely, you know, dogs you need to be looking out for, but definitely the cats that they can actually make their way up onto everything. Wow. And um, and the other part, Sam, is so we have the cats, we have the dogs, but people will ask me, they'll say to me, why do I have to cut up my chip bags? I don't even own a dog. And I say it's because of the wildlife. Um, oh, You yes. don't cut your chip bag up. It ends up in a landfill. It yep. ends up in a yard. Oh, god! It ends up in a park. And a raccoon gets it, a squirrel, a bird, yeah, um, a stray dog, a stray cat. Same, same effect. And, yeah, yeah. And they don't typically have anyone around to to save them. Well, there are a few videos, you know, I've seen online. One of them was a kangaroo. Oh gosh! Um, and that was a that was a hard animal to to get that. Oh back my off. god! I can't imagine uh, trying to hold down a kangaroo to get that <laughs> off its head. Oh yeah. gosh! And so. That's why I tell people, even if you don't own a pet, yeah. you need to practice, you know. Responsibility. Practice this. You just do. Yeah. You just need to be responsible on all levels. Again, there there we go to the uh, the six-pack rings, the plastic six-pack oh, rings. Oh, yes. Getting yeah. into the oceans. Well, there's that company in, oh, gosh, they're in California. I want to say out of San Diego. And they're actually making the rings out of, was it seaweed, Jim? Yeah, they're edible. So it's not just... It just won't, uh, aside from, you know, being biodegradable, it, it actually is edible for wildlife and it won't kill them, which I thought, really? are you wow. kidding me? That's amazing. And they said, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more expensive to produce, but we do think people will support this anyway because it's it's just a, it's a safety thing and it won't harm them if they ingest it. I thought it was a brilliant idea. But meanwhile, like you say, people need to be responsible. You just need to be responsible because your trash can end up killing an animal without you even realizing it. Uh, if you're camping, you right. know, those kind of and, things. Well, and one of the guys who lost his dog maybe two or three months ago, he doesn't even eat chip bags. He has no snack bags in his house. And, 
he thinks it was a construction crew <sighs> that had been working in his yard uh, left their you know their food out gosh so I, think I mean I, you think you've covered all the bases yeah, and you then do. there's one more you know i think i'd be in jail if that happened I think, oh my gosh, if I felt that it's uh, someone else's hands, yeah. I think I would be in jail. I, I don't think I'd be able to cope with that. I just, yeah, Jim would have to come and try and bail me out. That would be horrific. Well, I, and I don't Jim have enough money. The, uh, this <laughs> <laughs> well, the six-pack rings, everybody's in the habit of cutting those up, right? Well, that's what we want him to do with the chip. Yeah, just, just... To be that much of a habit. Yeah, just extend it to everything that you think could possibly mm-hmm. cause a problem. Um I have a little list here. I, do you know what I think you need to do if you haven't already done them? I think you need to do some Facebook Live. I, I know. We need to do what? Some Facebook Lives where you actually oh, tell. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah I, we, uh-huh. should, we should do one together. We should do one together on Facebook because now you can Perfect. do you, now you can do the um, split screen. It's so easy. But I think this is something so worthy of being out there on Facebook Live and the fact that Facebook doesn't, you know, strangle the reach on on the Facebook lives as they do with our regular posts. So I just think it yeah. would even reach even more people, you know. And and when people understand your personal story and why this all started and the, they can prevent that, I think you'd have a huge amount of interest, huge. But I, I just think it's such a worthy organization that you put together and you are saving lives. Uh, it's just wonderful. It really, really is. Um, I have a quick question for you. Going to be at Blog Pause this year. Are you familiar with uh, blog posts? You are, aren't you? I am, and I'm and I'm not sure yet, um, but it's definitely on you know on the old list. My New Year's list. There you go. Maybe <laughs> it's on her Alexa list, Jim. That Jim won't let me have an Alexa. <laughs> Foots down. <laughs> he, he like it like that it makes any difference to me, Jim. Are you going to be at Super Zoo again? Um, well, that's in the summer, and um, I'm. I'm going to try. I'm typically not um, home in most of the summer. Right. But last year, um, as you know, I, that's how I met you. I came came to Vegas. I know. Wasn't that a great, so, like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. I know you. You know me. This We finally met. <laughs> That was a great. We finally met. Thank, thanks to Lindsay Walker. Yes, I mean, she's amazing. She's amazing. Another and, great organization. Absolutely. Yes, Center for pet safety. Yeah. And I wouldn't be this far without her. And so, you know, I would love to try to get into to that again this summer. Yeah, and it's good. You know, it's good to help other people along. You know, if you've got, you know, if you've got a big following. And it's something you believe in, you know, it's important to help people along with their cause. What I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to all the pet bloggers that I know and say, listen, guys, we really need to get this information out here. Anyone want to pick up the story, your story, and and put this out there because it's going to save lives. And that's what I'm going to ask tonight in in some of my groups, because I really think more and more people, if you can get them to write about it, these pet bloggers, they've got the audience, they're the gateway of information for pet parents. And I do think we'll probably have a couple of people will pick up on the story because it just, they they need to be writing about it. I think every pet blogger needs to write about this. It saves lives and... It's, I would love it. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pose that tonight. I'm actually writing my list here on the side <laughs> on my studio desk right here because <laughs> okay. I've got a whole little thing I want to do. Uh, I want to tell everyone that's listening to the show. The website is preventpetsuffocation.com, and you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'll put all the links up on our page, so you don't have to scramble and get a pen. I'll make sure they go up there, and we'll feed them through and drip feed them through our 
social media um, accounts there and we'll get this word out there but definitely follow along and make sure you share with your friends it's a very important thing and I can guarantee you most of them don't know about this well Bonnie it has been a great conversation and I, I think it's one of those one of those shows that it will it'll be evergreen content. It'll always be out there because it's, uh, it's something that people need to to learn about uh, on an ongoing basis. And um, I hope you do come to Blood Pause. It's March, isn't it? I can't even remember. We bought tickets and I don't even remember. <laughs> it's <laughs> better, one of, better check your calendar. It's one of those, don't look too far ahead because you'll get overwhelmed with everything you've got planned for 2018. <laughs> That's uh, usually, usually how I do it, but we'll definitely be there uh, if we get flights and hotel books. That might help us as well. Uh, I just wish they'd come back to Vegas. They, they did it one year in Vegas, just 10 minutes from my house. <laughs> It was fantastic. Oh, I know. How, con- how convenient. It, it was brilliant. And as you know, Vegas, we know how to do conventions. So I think they need to come back and do that with us. But, um, but I'm so glad you came on the show today. I really am. It's a great service that, that you're offering people. Is is here's, here's how to prevent it. And should you find yourself in that terrible situation, here's some great tips for you. It's been brilliant. It's been really, really good start to the year, I would say. Well, I literally cannot thank you enough. I mean, I really appreciate it. It's an amazing way to start off the new year. Yeah, I so. think I think so too. I anything that I always believe that as long as we have something in every show that we do, that the listeners walk away having learned something new, then we've done a great show. And today is one of those shows. And it'll, I say, it'll stay up as evergreen content. We'll just keep it up there. We'll, okay. keep, we'll keep it out there for the universe. Yes. Um, and I think that's, uh, gosh, it, <laughs> I know I said like 30 minutes, but hey. <laughs> it, it flew by. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about, isn't there, when it comes to keeping our pets safe. So thanks so much, Bonnie. And please keep us updated thanks, with any uh, new news that you have. Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much. Okay. Happy New Year. Oh, and Happy New Year to All you right. too. Well, everyone, like okay. I said, this is a, it was a show that I, I, you probably have not heard of pet suffocation before, but now you know about it. I really would like you to share this show. Share the show with as many people as you possibly know. We want to prevent uh, these stories, these sad stories that come across on the page. Uh, as I say, every time I see a post, I just know, oh gosh, no, not another, not another sweet pet that's, that's gone. From, from something that's completely preventable, completely preventable. So, um, and because now they're an official charity, you can certainly make a donation so that Bonnie can do even more work and, and fulfill the things that she has planned for the year as well. Well, everyone, that's the end of the show. Um, I want to thank Bonnie for being my guest today. It was an absolute pleasure having her on the show. So we met six months ago. Finally, she's on the show. It's a good thing. Thank you, Jim, for pushing the buttons. <laughs> many buttons and knobs today many buttons and knobs and take a moment go over and like the prevent pet suffocation on uh, facebook twitter and instagram the website is chock full of information and those psas are on there and those infographics are on there as well you can definitely share them we'll be doing exactly the same thing but we'd just like to get a bit more of an army behind it and uh, of course make sure you come and like our page if you haven't done so already and we do like it when you post pictures of your pets and tell us their names and how much you love them. Don't be shy, just post on the page. Well, remember, you can help an animal in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer or share their information, cut up your chip bags and make sure that you are really vigilant when it comes to those kind of uh, 
food packages and rescue your next family member. Replace the word shop with adopt and always be kind to all animals. Uh, Today you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio where it's all about pets, people and pop culture. I'm your host Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And always kiss your pets. Good morning and good night. And I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. Visit Vegas Rock Dog Radio for more information. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe on iTunes and iHeartRadio. And remember, give your fur babies a big kiss from me, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. You must not rely on the information in this broadcast from our host as an alternative to medical advice from your veterinarian. If you have any specific questions about a medical matter regarding your pets, you should consult your veterinarian or specialist. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.